Canna Bloggers Corner on the You Podcast Network is brought to you by Stash Logics in conjunction with Wolfpack LLC present the Dotsero Smellproof Pocket Pouch. About the size of your average cell phone case, this perfectly pocket-sized pouch comes with an activated charcoal fabric, water-slash-odor-resistant zipper, and poker pocket complete with poker included. Check them out at stashlogic.com. Better Homes with Cannabis is not just a Marley poster on your dorm wall. Yanni Amaya has taken her beautiful cannabis photography to the next level with her line of tasteful cannabis-themed home decor accessories. Check out her new Alien line launching soon at BetterHomesWithCannabis.com. To another episode of Candle Bloggers Corner on the You Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Andy Candleblogger, and I'm really excited about this week's episode. Maybe you caught it when you heard it just now, but uh, Candle Bloggers Corner and Wolfpack have teamed up to take over the cannabis industry. Okay, m- maybe I'm exaggerating a little, but I've got Bailey Chapo, uh, the El Chapo of the Wolfpack, if you will, back with me. Uh, you might remember her from episode three. To, to explain how we'll be working together to bring you some really awesome content featuring some of the best Wolfpack creators from all over the U.S. Uh, we also get on our soapbox a little bit about corporate cannabis and federal legalization. We're looking at you, Bezos, man. Get ready for a wild ride because when Bailey and I get to talking, we usually have a lot to say. My mind is a raging torrent, flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Let me spend. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. Well, we're waiting. All right, here I am with Bailey Chapo from Wolfpack LLC. And I love putting that LLC at the end of it because it's just like, dudes, this is legal and legit, guys. It, it LLC doesn't stand for limited liability. It stands for legal and legit corporation. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here today to announce something really, really huge. I'm totally stoked to to talk about it. Bailey and I have joined forces, as it were. We uh, Wolfpack and Candle Bloggers Corner has entered into a partnership where each month I will feature one of the Wolfpack LLC's campaign's products. So it could be something like uh, Stash Logics, which I've I've done in the past, uh, way way back when, uh, to any of the other awesome brands that they have worked with. So each month you're going to get a feature of one awesome cannabis themed brand and then we're going to have one of her super awesome creators come on and we'll actually talk about it so you guys are going to get to learn about these awesome cannabis brands and meet these super talented creators from all over the country so bailey let me hand it over to you how you doing today I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day where I live. How about you? Uh, you know, it's the same. Uh, you mentioned it was 109 out there. Uh, not is. Not quite as hot here, but definitely warm and, and sunny and comfortable. That's good. It's, you know, summer is, 
is here. Summer's here for all of us, it seems, in Southern California. I know, I know. And I, I don't know how we survive. It's just so hard, I know. It really is. All this sunshine and, and happiness, you know, it's it's amazing that, that we that we manage to live day by day. And we get to include cannabis into our lives, so that's a another perk, making the days even better. Isn't that great? <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's talk about these campaigns that we're going to be working on. Tell tell me, actually, don't tell me, tell the listeners uh, about all these campaigns that Wolfpack is working on and maybe a little bit about the creators that people are going to meet down the road. Sure. So with Wolfpack, we put together uh, creator boxes, which is an influencer marketing campaign where we get around eight or 10 products at a time and we fill them in a box and then we work with 30 creators. We ship the boxes out to them and we give them a designated posting window is what we call it, where they go to their Instagram accounts and during those specific weeks, they will post uh, an individual post and their very, uh, uh, very honest thoughts on the products that they have received. And so with these 30 creators, it acts as a marketing campaign for the brands. They get lots of content to use. They get to hear a lot of feedback. Uh, they just get to see their product all over the internet, which is exciting, especially for new brands uh, who don't have a lot of content yet. And the creators, it opens a lot of different doors to them. Uh, just like the Canna Bloggers Corner now, we're going to have a creator a month on an episode and they're going to get to talk with you be exposed to a new part of content, which is podcasting, which is completely different than what we're doing. And I think it's going to be a great opportunity for them to get themselves uh, more comfortable, maybe like public speaking or just talking verbally about cannabis and products in a, in a dialogue with somebody who's asking them questions. Uh, and I'm really excited about that. So our creators are a really great group of people. They're across the nation. We work with creators that are 21 and older on Instagram and they all have creator accounts so we can track, you know, analytics and stuff like that. So we can give information to the brands on how these are performing and everybody has a, a unique standpoint. We have a really diverse group of people that, uh, you know, maybe somebody is uh, completely, uh, completely just using recreationally or there are people using completely medicinally for a chronic pain illness or various things. Some people are just using, uh, you know, occasionally, but they still have a really valuable opinion. We have people that use cannabis for all different reasons. And I think that's what makes our group of creators so interesting to hear from. And uh, one of the things that I always find interesting actually is not only do you include cannabis and THC, but you include the hemp cousin as well. You've got a lot of hemp CBD brands. Uh, at least you have in the past. Uh, I, I assume, and I, I know that's a dangerous thing to do, but uh, I assume that you've kept up going with some, some of these hemp brands, if not uh, brought on at least one or two more. Yeah, we work with uh, hemp products. We work with Delta 8 THC products now. The campaign we're running right now, we have our first two Delta 8 products in, and you'll continue to see that uh, throughout this year. We also work with smoking accessories and stash products. We'll work with odor eliminating products, cleaning products like glass cleaners, and we'll even work with apparel companies. Sometimes there'll be a company where everything's made out of hemp in their, in their clothing, and they would like some uh, influencer marketing it as well. So 
we pretty much work with everything at at this time we aren't touching the thc product because we ship nationwide so delta 8 has been a treat it's been such a treat (laughs) for us to be able to work with that uh, type of product and if you don't know what Delta eight is yet, by the time you're listening to this, go check out what these creators have to say. They'll educate you on it really quickly. Absolutely. Uh, I know I've discussed it on previous episodes, but uh, seriously, if you don't know what Delta eight THC is, go ahead and uh, go back through the episodes, check out what we've said about it. And it really is something that is it. it, it it's kind of like the flavor of the month right now, but with a little bit more kick to it. There's a reason why it's a flavor of the month. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of both medicinal and recreational benefits behind Delta 8. There are. There's a lot of benefits. You know, it's got the euphoric properties, but it also has been known to not give you the uh, anxiety that some people get from Delta 9 THC. So it works in a better way for certain people. And that's why I think it is like you're saying the, the flavor of the month, it's got a lot of, of benefits that we're just now all learning about in a mainstream level. Exactly. And I, I really think that there's a lot of opportunity, especially coming, uh, coming soon in the, in the, recent months uh, for there to be a lot more study and scientific ex- exploration of cannabis and its benefits. Uh, I'll have to check the reference, but I believe I read last week that the Moore Act was reintroduced to the House floor. Um, it's a different administration, different, uh, different set of uh, Congress members this time around. So last time it died in the Senate and this time we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I realize that our president and vice president have said in the past that they are f- pro cannabis legalization and decriminalization, but let's see what their actions are. You know, <laughs> this is politics. Right. I'm right there with you. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what actually flies in this administration because, uh, you know, like I said, there there are so many things that stop any piece of legislation from even just making it to the floor of a chamber. Yeah, and just for me, just to see there is, there's a lot. Just to see this stuff actually getting on the floor and getting voted on, that to me is a huge step forward. And then for it to pass, that that is a huge thing because it passed in the house before. So it should pass again, and now we'll see what ha- what it does in the Senate. You know, last time it was killed. We'll see if it if it survives. Uh, hopeful, very hopeful for that. But now, on actually on that same note, um, I'm not sure you probably noticed this past week that Amazon and Jeff Bezos put out that they are. Going, they're going to be cannabis friendly. They're not going to test their people for cannabis anymore. Uh, yeah, and, and they're backing federal legalization. And I wanted to actually they are. I wanted to get your thoughts on this because and this is there is an ulterior motive because I've got thoughts on this, too. <laughs> so I'm going to let you go first, though. All right. 
All right. So I think it's great that a big, big company like Amazon is coming out in support of federal legalization and they're not going to drug test employees and such. I think that's wonderful. Um, I also think that there's a lot of other stuff Amazon could do to improve people's lives. So it's really hard for me to like, I'm like, yay, a company is backing this, like a giant company is backing this, but I would also like them to back their hourly employees a little better and such too. Yep. You know, I do. It's like a really hard brand to be extremely excited about for for me personally. Um, But really, I think that this is good because I think that this can bring other other large companies around to thinking more about cannabis in a positive way. So we have to respect that part. We have to respect the part where this giant company has a lot of. Uh, a lot of pull when it comes to what other companies are going to start thinking about. And it's, it's an influence. It's a giant influence that we can't deny. So for that, I thank Amazon for coming forward and supporting federal legalization. I mean, just, but also let's think about, do they have an ulterior motive? Do they think they're going to be able to ship products uh, from Amazon? Because, you know, I, I know brands that I work with on Wolfpack, who have had their products removed from Amazon and they're just paraphernalia, like a smoking device or a cleaning product or something like that. So there's been struggles for, for just paraphernalia uh, in the past on Amazon. So hopefully with this new statement coming forward, those types of products can stop being targeted, especially if Amazon is looking down the road to the point where they would like to be a shipper of THC or hemp products. You know what I, you, Every single point that you mentioned, I completely agree with. In my opinion, I think there's going to be more to it, and I see it as a double-edged sword. Um, I, I believe that in our capitalist society, we do need corporate support for any sort of legislation that's going forward. You know, the reason why we can't get more gun control lobbies forward is because you've got the NRA, Walmart, you know, anybody who sells guns trying to say, uh, hey, no, let's hold off. Uh, Let's let's throw the Second Amendment out and, uh, you know, see, see what that does. So for Amazon as a big corporation to back cannabis, that gives the politicians, like you were saying, um, kind of a really good support for moving cannabis legislation forward now for the double-edged sword like you were talking about of course there's an ulterior motive for amazon in this you know they're they're gonna make big big money shipping all this stuff everywhere they're gonna make it super convenient and they're gonna rip off all you know all the creators you know just like they're doing now this is a, a huge market that they're going to try to tap into at the same time, this corporate sponsorship now is going to flood the market, the cannabis market, with quote-unquote corporate cannabis. So you're going to see these corporate cannabis entities like MedMen uh, get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're going to see so many more quote-unquote investors trying to get in on cannabis as just more of a cash cow. So in in short, I guess the TLDR version of my opinion is uh, it, it, it's good in that, yes, it's going to advance the legislation, 
But at the same time, we need to be careful because it's also going to advance the corporation of cannabis. It is. And especially, I mean, Amazon has so many angles that they can get into this industry. They can ship, they can eliminate delivery services. They can basically, they can make shops go out of business. I mean, what's to say that Amazon won't go brick and mortar with something as big as cannabis? Um, they have an influencer program, so they can affect businesses like my own um, from, from, you know, our, our focus is cannabis and CBD. We don't work with a variety of products. So now a big corporation can take a, take something like that. And I think that it will end up putting a lot of smaller businesses in all areas of this industry out of business because it is Amazon. And, you know, we have the choice every single day. Do we want to make it easy and just click, click purchase on Amazon and make our purchase? Or we want to take a little bit of extra time, get in our car and go to a store that is local to us and is not a chain and support that small business instead. So I think when it comes down to it, if that's where the road leads, that we will still have to make that decision as consumers. Are we going to support the corporate companies or are we going to support the small businesses? Exactly. And in this case, I think Amazon will either buy them out or just swallow them up. You know, the, mm -hmm. the smaller businesses will not be able to compete with Amazon. You know, the, the big games like Amazon, Walmart, Costco, wh whomever jumps in, whomever jumps into the cannabis game, the smaller companies will be like, nope, we can't compete. Either they're just going to go out of business or they're going to take their money and... I guess get out while they can, you know, take what they can get and, and hopefully get out on top, you know? Yeah. And I'm wondering what it'll do to pricing, uh, federal legalization. What will, how will pricing be affected by that? That's something that I think about specifically for medical patients. I think about how expensive this plant could get for them. So what better time than now to teach yourself how to grow your own cannabis at home? And, and let's look at the state of California. We have just the base price alone, which is actually set by the state. They have to charge at least so much. And then on top of that, we've got the state tax. And then on top of that, we've got the county tax. And then we've got the locality tax. You know, it just goes down, down, down. And all these taxes, taxes, taxes on top. But hey, guess what? It gets legalized. There's federal tax on top of that. Right. One of the things that I love going to uh, Columbia Care down here in San Diego is that their um, their price labels, they'll give you the price of the product and then they'll say tax not included, taxation plus X percent. And usually it's about 50 to 55. So, OK. Wow. Take what you're spending. Like if you're spending $60 on a product, divide that in half. And then add that to what you're spending. So 60 plus 30, right there, you're spending $90 with all the taxation. Now add federal tax to that. Yeah, you're going to be walking out almost over probably $100 for that purchase. Exactly. That is, that's, not, that's not something that a medical patient, who a lot of the time medical patients aren't able to go work a full-time job and they're on disability or something like that is disability then going to step in and start paying for their cannabis because it's federally legal or are they going to be you know 
for lack of better words, shit out of luck and having to pay out of their pockets. It's it. I, I worry for that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think these ramifications like these ripple effects have really occurred to anybody you know everybody wants weed to be legal and yeah that would be great if we can get federal legalization of cannabis okay there are some great things and we all want especially social justice reform that stuff is absolutely necessary but we need to keep an eye on the legislation that is going to legalize cannabis at the federal level and say, okay, but is it screwing us over at the same time? Right. Because look at Prop 64. Everybody in California was so stoked. Yes, Prop 64. Weed's legal in California. Now we can just go out and buy it. We can have it delivered to our fucking door. This is awesome. And then Prop 215 patients are saying, uh, excuse me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Every single day I look at my boyfriend and I say, I miss Prop 215. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for for medical patients, if they would have left Prop 215 alone, you know, if, if they would if they would have said for Prop 64, we're going to. We're going to recreationally legalize cannabis in the state of California, but we're going to leave all the Prop 215 provisions intact. That would have been fine. But no, uh, California needs its money, you know. We, we yeah, and we're only catering to the recreational market. We're only yeah. catering to this. This state is only serving the recreational user who is they're trying to make a buck off of people that just want to get high for fun. And they're ignoring the patients that had been using this plant well legally in the state of california since 1996 i mean how can you do that to them to me i always i always believed that there would be something there for the medical patients but there's just not there's nothing left for them in this state no they they kept a lot of the provisions for the first i think two years but then yeah but then once they expired you know that's it. There really is very little distinction between a medical patient and a recreational customer at this point, um, except for county zoning laws. Right. You know, because I know uh, locally here in El Cajon, uh, Outco is still able to run. There are no uh, El Cajon City proper does not allow any uh, cannabis dispensaries. So really anything that pops up here in the city is a trap shop and, uh, you know, you're, you're, it's at your own risk. (laughs) Um, not, not saying I haven't gone and there haven't been some really, really good ones, but you know, it's like I said, at your own risk, just like an Airbnb, (laughs) but, uh, no, uh, (laughs) Outco is in unincorporated El Cajon, which falls under Uh, county statute so the county says yeah you can have cannabis dispensaries here there here and there and outco still falls in that county dispensary line i think i lost you bailey i still are we lost okay here we go okay you're back? back again yay okay all right Yay to modern technology. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I was saying, uh, 
Outco can operate in that county area, and uh, that's that's how they've been able to operate in unincorporated El Cajon for as many years as they have. And thank God that they're there because they they're doing a phenomenal job. I love the people there. Now, are they like the only ones making it in El Cajon? Uh, yep, yeah, they're the only ones. I believe allowed in unincorporated El Cajon right now. Uh, there's a few more that have been opening up in La Mesa. La Mesa has been expanding uh, and allowing okay. more, more dispensaries to open. And with the current uh, El Cajon government, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Now, can delivery from dispensaries enter into La Mesa and El Cajon to deliver? Yes. Um, March and Ash technically does deliver out to my zip code and other zip codes in El Cajon. It's just, it's one of those, it's like at the edge of, of its delivery zone. So it costs a little more. It's going to take a little more time, but you know, convenient, convenience tax. That, that's what I look at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I worked with the delivery service in San Diego for quite some time and we, and under prop Two Fifteen, and we had uh, zones that had a little bit higher, you know, maybe five extra dollars or 10 extra dollars because it was so much further mileage yep. away, but it was always worth it to get it to those patients. And, you know, they knew that they were getting the medicine they needed. Yeah. And I feel, um, up in Vista, I know they, they have a few, but you know, when I think about, you know, further out, you know, in East County, Alpine, you know, th those areas that for delivery, like you said, they're shit out of luck, you know, they, there's nothing yeah. and they've got to drive all the way down in here. And doesn't it get a little at certain points of the year, Alpine can get some snow too. So that's like even more inconvenient for people that live there that are just looking to, you know, find, find some of this plant that should be accessible to everyone. Especially Julian, you know, up in the mountains there. They, oh yeah. There's nothing up there. So they're driving down here. Better have the chains on those tires. Wow. Yeah. That's a long drive. I mean, that's, but how many liquor stores are there in the area of, you know, oh, you know, and, and how many wineries are up in, uh, in Julian, you know, how, how yeah. much hard cider can I buy? That's actually true. There's a lot of hard cider up there. So, you know, Hey, we're just saying, man, just putting it out there yeah. into the universe. Just saying. And, you know, I, and I, I keep talking about Alco, you know, putting it out there that uh, if they, you know, want to talk to me about a sponsorship, uh, <laughs> we, we could all i need to go into these places i need to oh, i would love man. to go tour at alco and at yes. march and ash and at columbia care next time i'm in san diego well it's in a couple weeks i i just uh should reach out to them and say i'd love to see your place i i actually had the pleasure of touring outco a few years ago and cool they have they they have a grow in-house so everything they're doing is like right there um so they're not worried about like shipping costs or anything like that. The only place they're shipping to is other dispensaries around California. Um, so if you go to that dispensary, it, that plant has probably gone maybe about a hundred feet total from, wow. from the grow to the process to the, the counter. You know what I mean? It, it's like, it's right there in the same building. Um, and everything is, Everything is specifically and carefully controlled. Nobody is slacking. 
they have a ton of very hardworking professional people working there, behind, both behind the scenes and in the dispensary. I, I can't say enough good things about them. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that they're able to make it work in El Cajon like that, too. You know, yeah. they're probably helping a lot of people get closer access. They really are. And it, it was interesting, you know, when, when Prop 64 first uh, went into effect, I, I would sit there in, in the lobby and I'd hear them say, no, I'm sorry, we're, we're medicinal only, uh, county statutes. Uh, the closest recreational one is dot, 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 you know, and they'd send them to the closest one, which still about 20 minutes away. That's a drive. And in San Diego, that 20 minutes on like a Friday afternoon could probably be 45 pretty easily. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I've actually figured <laughs> out a method to the madness. You know, what I can do, it, the ones that have curbside pickup, the one thing I love about the, this whole thing that we've gone through in the last like 19 months is curbside pickup. That, that is so fun because I order it ahead of time. I drive up, stay in my car. They bring it to me. I pay them for it and just go on my merry way. I really hope this survives. <laughs> that is, I, I love that feature. I see it a little bit out in my area. Um, Zach was with the dispensary for a, a while, a year or two, and he left there, I think last September, but they were doing curbside pickup, um, you know, when, when COVID first came into play and, and it was pretty successful. I think he said like a very high percentage of their customers started using it. And I think, uh, I'm not sure how that is now, but I, I know that it is very helpful. And I think that it's something that should survive because I know that there are people that it's convenient for. There are people that it's, a, a, I don't want to call it a hassle, but some people uh, maybe getting out of their car is a challenge for them or something. Yeah. And just having that, like, you know, drive throughs type things kind of have a purpose for people whether it's physically or emotionally some people mm -hmm. you know the, the the driving up to the front door is as far as they can get and yeah I, I know i've been like that you know I'll, I'll get to the front door and you know all of a sudden my brain kicks in it's like nope you can't do this i have done that i have driven away from a dispensary because i drove up and i felt some type of anxiety about walking in the door and whatever it may be i mean the truth is dispensaries can be really overwhelming. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to get your purchase and, and leave and going and, you know, it's just like social media can be really overwhelming. Dispensaries oh, yeah. have such an environment. Sometimes it can be quite overwhelming for someone who just wants to get in and out. So curbside pickup. And we actually have one dispensary out here in desert hot springs called Harborside and they have a drive through that's awesome. just like you would go to like, and they like built Walgreens. their shop with, yes, it's just like going to Walgreens. Um, you, you know, you drive up and you, or, you know, you order at the window and then they package it up and you pay and, and you're on your merry way. So, and it's also convenient. It's not far off the freeway too. So for people coming through, like if you come out here for, uh, whatever festival it may be, or splash house or whatever it is, Harborside is nice and convenient with the drive through. You don't have to get out of your car. A lot of the time when people are just getting into town, they've got a bunch of stuff in their car. They might not want to turn off their AC. 
which is huge out here. I mean, if you imagine coming out here with all of your, I mean, you don't want to turn off your AC and leave your car with all of the stuff you just brought for your week long vacation. Mm -hmm. Some people travel with pets and some dispensaries are not pet friendly. So having a drive through has a lot of perks and curbside pickup as well. Absolutely. There's so, there's so much value to it. I really, really hope they keep it. But in any case, we have gone way on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> We're so good at that. <laughs> we really are. Once you get us going, to you. <laughs> once you get us going, I mean, we really can't stop. And you know, especially when it's a really good topic, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we just went from the Amazon thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it started with our our big announcement that we're totally stoked for to you know fuck corporate cannabis, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're here for the patients. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, you know, let, let's let's get back to and just go over one more time to remind the listeners, you know, what, what's going on with, with Wolfpack and Can of Bloggers Corner. All right. Please. You want me to start? Go. All on. right. Ladies so, first, please. Oh, thank you. All right. So, well, Wolfpack and Can of Bloggers Corner, we are collaborating on this awesome opportunity to teach the public about products that Wolfpack works with. And Andy of Canna Bloggers Corner is going to be interviewing a different creator from Wolfpack once a month. And they're going to chat it up and talk about the product that we are currently teaching you about. And so it'll be a great opportunity for the audience to learn about a product, to hear from Andy about the product, and to hear from a creator about the product and get a little bit more familiar with uh, a new creator that they've not been introduced to before. Exactly. And uh, let's, what are some of the locations that we're, we're going to be hearing from? You're going to be hearing from creators that are in Florida, in Chicago, Illinois, in Georgia. Uh, we're going to have someone in the Los Angeles area. You'll be hearing from creators all over the nation. We have we have creators in a lot of states, I think 20 something states, um, because we do work with CBD. So we do uh, work with creators that are in states that um, recreational or maybe even medicinal isn't legal yet, but the CBD portion is. So we properly send them products. Exactly. And that that's a big point. Um, you guys do respect and follow the the local statutes that the creator is in. Um, you're not yes. going to have. You're not going to have a creator review something or even try something that isn't legal where they're at. Correct. We have to pay attention to every state law. So as of right now, you know, Colorado banned Delta 8 THC. So we can't send Delta 8 to anyone in Colorado. There was a small period of time where Texas banned smokable hemp. We couldn't send smokable hemp there. There was a time when Florida wasn't allowing vapes. There's, you know, a little bit of everything happening. So we stay on top of that. And, you know, our creators in those states do help us a bit as well, just to make sure we don't miss anything. But we are very, very respectful about every state's laws, legalities. We never want to show up something we shouldn't. So we, you know, do our due diligence on that. Exactly. Because Wolfpack is legal and legit, right? We are, yes. Absolutely. And I'm, I am so stoked to meet all these creators, get to know these creators in so many other cannabis communities around the country. And, you know, hopefully someday soon within the next few years, if the, if we can keep this going, maybe other countries as well, that would be amazing. You know, 
Absolutely. You know, let, let, let's see if we can't get UK involved and Australia and what the hell? I speak French. So let, let, let's try France. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you can do Canada also. We can, I mean, Mexico, there are so many countries that have a different, uh, a different type of cannabis law or angle that would be amazing to hear from my first job out of college was bilingual tech support for french canada i had to learn to say all these all this nerdy shit in french and trust me it is not <laughs> easy <laughs> yeah french it, it, it's one of those languages that sounds hard to pick up on uh, and really like fully learn it, it you know it, it's really there, there are difficult languages out there. And with French, it took me a while because the romance languages have gender specifics, nouns, pronouns, stuff like that. You know, like I, I, you don't just say the chair. It's la chaise. Um, it's not just the dog who's snoring around my feet somewhere. It's le chien. You know, stuff for some reason, they've got masculine and feminine pronouns. And I think in the 21st century, we need to address this. <laughs> I remember learning Spanish and that was one thing to always, you know, pay attention to. And, yep. and I remember the, the teachers giving us a word and everyone having to say if it was like la or l. We'd have to like <laughs> figure it out. We'd have to decide which one it was. And, you know, over time it, it worked out. But. But yeah, this is this is going to be great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, so seriously, every month, I, I want to encourage everybody to pay attention to the products that we'll be promoting. I'll be pro promoting that product every month. And then each month, we're going to have one episode with that creator that's focusing on that specific product. So it's really going to be it's going to be educational. We're going to have fun, man. We, we always have fun. You're going to have a great, I cannot wait to listen to all of these podcast episodes because I love listening to you and I love all of my creators and getting these put together is just going to be in, in such good conversations. And I'm, I'm so excited. You and I, we, we, we run ourselves so similarly. You know, I, I remember when I was working for you, it, it didn't quite work out. And I think that it's just because, you know, it's like you and I have, we're, we're too much alike. You know, so <laughs> it, as a, a senior subordinate, maybe not so much, but I think as partners, you know, with, with this kind of partnership, I think you we can kick ass and take names. Absolutely. And this is just this is going to be a huge deal for everybody involved. And seriously, brands, if you're not on board with this, get the fuck on board right now because we are just taking over the world. Yeah, we're we're it's constantly expanding and evolving between both Wolfpack and Cannabloggers Corner. So get in with us while while it's hot. <laughs> Absolutely, it's strike while the iron's really, hot. Really, really hot. And, and I don't know the right way to say hotter. that, but <laughs> yes, there we go. It's only getting hotter, yep. man. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bailey, for coming on and helping me just tell everybody about what's going on and. Just in general, thank you for believing in me and working with me and allowing me to talk to your creators and promote these great products that you have out. Well, thank you for, you know, bringing this opportunity to our attention. And I just can't wait to see what everybody does. I'm just I'm happy to be able to just, you know, 
connect the creators with you and you have your conversations. I think this is just a perfect way to work together. I, I completely agree. And I, I'm really looking forward to every month down the road when, when you and I get to just promote the hell out of these brands. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. You have yourself a fantastic weekend. Uh, me, you too. We're going to Disney. So, uh, mm, awesome. Going to visit the house of mouse. Oh God. I have so much fun. I'm, I'm, I will weep. As soon as I get through that gate, I'm going to weep because it's just going to feel like, Oh my God, I can do shit again. <laughs> <laughs> the world's healing. Uh, but yeah. And yes. But hey, it's not it's not June fifteenth yet. I will be respecting all the mask mandates and laws so that we don't get kicked out. Good, good. Because God, I do. Do you ever want to get kicked out by Disney security? No, I feel like somebody with Mickey Mouse ears dragging you out, kicking you out into the center of downtown Disney. Get out of here, you know. Seriously, and then it's all over social media, and that's it. My my reputation's ruined because I got kicked out of a park by somebody with mouse ears. Yeah. anti-masker kicked out you know like the, we see the weird headlines about airlines you know yeah they're they're simply calling them unruly passengers now because it's like okay we get it they're an anti-masker yeah and ricky schroeder posts videos when he drives tries to go to costco but anyway well, i mean again, in california again we're breaking off on tangents here <laughs> we're so good at this all we right really all are. right all right. So, yes, enjoy your weekend. You and Zach have a you great too. time. And uh, good luck on your move. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll be talking to you and all your creators really, really soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Andy. Okay. That just about wraps it up for another episode of Cannabloggers Corner on the You Podcast Network. Once again, I want to thank Bailey for coming on the show. Really appreciate her hanging out and, uh, chatting with me not only about what you're going to get uh, from us monthly, but about federal legalization, corporate cannabis, all that good stuff. So uh, get ready for some soapboxing because uh, we, we're never going to be done with that. Uh, as always, thank you to Chris Cantori and his you podcast network for hosting our platform and uh, letting us talk to you guys until next week just like to say thanks for listening and stay lifted wait where are you going i was gonna make espresso now go away or i shall taunt you a second time